trigger warning. As much as the work we do together is for healing and wholeness, timing is also important. This episode deals with topics that may bring up strong feelings for you right now. Please see the show notes for specifics on what this episode covers, and if it's not right for you right now, please feel free to choose another episode. Welcome to Soul Awakening with Joy Troscott. The heart behind this podcast is to be a touchpoint for you when you need it most. Through each episode, we'll walk through specific areas which cover the many transitions of your life journey so that we can show up in this world with more ease, grace, and flow. This is a processing episode. These episodes are a guide to the conscious processing of our burdens and points of suffering, enabling us to break free from their hold. Through this liberation, we embrace a life marked by greater ease and flow as we shed the weight of our past burdens and move forward. Now, let's begin. What are we going to talk about today? So we can either say it like with a big question mark at the end, how can this be? Or we could say it like an exclamation, but let's look at all the ways that we might unwrap that little phrase that we so love to, to exclaim every now and again. So if you start looking at that little exclamation or that little way that we say, how can this be? And you start checking in with your own sense of self, that sense of indignation, that sense of anger, that fury, that rage, or however it might register in you. And just notice that there is a way that we can say this where it really pulls our energy away from us. So feel that. And then know that there is also another way that we could say, how can this be when there is an excitement in it? And I don't think many of us have said it that way. There is so much despair around these things that we think it should go the certain way and we're showing up and we're doing the work and we're putting our best foot forward and we're pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps and we're doing all those things and yet it's still not clicking. It feels like a disconnect, a sense of despair. It's the space the energy field that we've created with all its requirements and little games and nuances, that is broken. We are very much not broken. I just love to say we're not broken, we're just open. And we're just thinking about this heart that is starting to open that says, I'm not doing this anymore. I will not be played. I will not be manipulated. I will not work in these toxic environments I feel like we are coming into that place of choice and discernment and we're starting to exercise that. This is a wonderful thing, but it, boy, does it make a wobble in the energy field of note. And of course, we feel that wobble because we're still stuck in this one set, this one place where the game is about survival and hardship, enduring and suffering, achieving and validating. It's all that story which so fits in with the way that we run our workplaces especially. 
And then there is this other awareness that there is life and nature and beauty and love and compassion, kindness, expansion of awareness. There's these two things. Well, they can't fit together. The one goes off in a trajectory this way and the other one is going the opposite direction. Guess what? We're right at the point where they intersect. We're right here, right now. We've got to truly decide which way are we going, which trajectory do we want to take. Third, we know what the story's like, we know how to play in that game, we've worked it out, we've got all our strategies and all our plans, our defense mechanisms, we've got it all. And we play in that, but we are moving, we've been catapulted out of and of the space that we that has been the container with that frequency that energy it is only a container that holds and contains all of that information those possibilities we've become very reliant upon all those structures that have been created in that container and now the container not only is a place that that is a safe place for us to grow but now the container is containing us and we are starting to feel as if, oh my gosh, we can't breathe. So we've got to break out, boom through into the next frequency level. The picture that I want you to see for this is if it's you as that perfect drop, and we've said this so many times, but truly hear this, my darlings, that you are a drop a divine drop, a complete beautiful being that's got everything that's encoded for its magnificence. And like a drop falling through space to land in the pool, the pool of consciousness, the space in which we are to play now. When we drop into the space, if we were to go into a little swimming pool and we would throw the water up into the air, gosh, I loved doing this when I was a kid, and now I realize why. It was mesmerizing. Throw the water up into the air, and you'd see these unformed kind of blobby sort of things. But if you threw it up high enough, and it had some time to travel through the space before it landed onto the water surface, you could watch its funny little wobbly shape being transformed to a perfect orb because gravity was pushing it on all levels as it was being dropped down into this body, this body of consciousness, into the liquid and the water. And the moment it drops onto the surface, the meniscus of the water doesn't let it come in yet. So with our intention to be whole and complete and to trust and fall and just drop into the space, we hold ourselves in our own little meniscus, our little sheath of roundness. And as we fall upon the surface of the water, if you watch this in slow motion, that little drop bounces back up in its fullness, does not enter into this until it drops again. And at that point, the both of the shields, the meniscus shield, dissipates and that drop falls into the water there is an impact as it does this which creates the ripple it's the impact that is important and it's the impact that we cannot stand there are a few elements in that that are really important but the impact point creates that first little crater like what we see when a meteorite smashes upon the earth 
There it is, and it creates this create this crater. If we were to imagine like a crater that we are in that first ring of impact, one little beingness dropped into the space, and the ring and the circle around us is the container with its little walls that go up on all the edges, the container that's holding us. But there is more. When a drop hits the water, it begins to create a ripple. And that beautiful ripple makes itself, creates itself. When we drop into something, when we mindfully put our awareness into something, it creates a ripple because that is the law of nature. In order for us to move out of this first container, this first layer, the circle that is holding us, we have to go up a little way to a heightened edge. We have to make a little effort if we were floating around in that, and then we would drop down the sides again to the next ring around that drop. We would expand ourselves and go a little bit further. And if you notice... The way ripples form in a pond. When these ripples move out and out and out, there is less and less and less of an edge. It takes less effort to move into the next circle, the wide open circle that is awaiting. That is the pathway of our journey. And we are in that container part, that very first part where the massive impact created the big edge. And it's going to take a little effort for us to go up and over. And then we're in that next space. And there is another little piece of truth that I want you to hear in that. When we release ourselves as, as we fall through the air, that is surrender. That is when we just let go, let God, and trust that we will be held. Trust that we will fall into the perfect place. And while we are falling and surrendering and allowing and trusting, this gravity is shaping this little form to make a perfect orb, which then drops into this body of consciousness. Think about how that is and how that can apply to us. We are in a huge, huge space. And we are in the impact zone right now. That little zone that's got a higher little well. And you know what it's like when you're swimming in the ocean, for those of us who love swimming in the ocean. If you go and there's a big wave that's about to come in and crash over you there's a point where you can get this before it curls over and smashes you you can go up it like crazy and then you almost fall back on the other side but if you time it wrong this wave just crashes on you and dumps you and you better dive under and swim underneath it otherwise the the impact upon you could be quite intense If you haven't been able to get out of that crest-falling duck down, go down with it and swim for your life (laughs) in the direction that you want to go. It's a big story and it's a big time for where we are right now. And we are feeling the impact 
And truly we are saying, how can this be? The frustration, the fury, the sadness, the absolute impossibility, unfathomableness of it. How can this be? And the anger that comes with that. And the sense of resignation and depression and everything else comes with it. It's immense. So what are we to do now? Because we are here, we are in the impact zone, and everything is falling apart. No matter what we try to set up, it's just falling apart. Could we agree that it's perfectly fabulous for the structure and the container that has been holding us, that has now imprisoned us to be falling apart? Could we agree that it's time for that no longer to have its grip upon us? And that we will no longer be contained. There is a part of us that is awakening, that's calling out for love and life and something that is for the future, a legacy for our children. Something else is coming in. So could we agree that it's perfectly wonderful that things are in such a mess? Because that mess just keeps telling us this is not what I would choose. We have got to be seeing the story of what it is we wouldn't choose. Instead of being angry and sad that we keep being in that situation and it keeps choosing us, just notice that it is the situation that is the expression of everything else that is going on. It's simply that what you are in, in your own personal capacity, Know that you are strong and brilliant and know that you are knowing how ghastly it is because you are strong and brilliant and beautiful. Honestly, if you didn't have that other awareness of how delightful you are, filled with the divine light, delightful, if you didn't have that awareness, you'd be quite comfortable in the misery and the goop and in the mud. It's only because it doesn't fit you anymore that you can feel it and that there is a resentment that it doesn't fit you. We cannot make this space fit us anymore. We are not for this space anymore. We are in our transformation. We cannot go back into that little chrysalis, crinkle up our wings, and we cannot become goopish. It's just not possible. Everything in nature says there's only way out is out. And that's what we're doing. The only way out is out. It was a lovely uh, story that I read a long time ago where these scientists thought, oh my gosh, this poor little butterfly and this chrysalis having such a hard time to release itself. So they thought they would see what would happen if they made it a little easier. So they took a scalpel and so, so carefully just opened up the one side of the little chrysalis, giving this butterfly an opportunity to emerge come into the world and be gorgeous. And so they did this and out came this beautiful butterfly and it opened its wings and stretched itself out and then it died. And part of that was the struggle. The struggle to get out was exactly what it needed to become the healthy, beautiful butterfly that could fly. It activates all of those aspects of an, in us that are courageous and strong and powerful and beautiful that we remember who we are. It's the struggle 
that makes us determined, that makes us choose. And it is in the choosing that we are able to recreate our reality. It cannot happen. If we do not choose it, it cannot be chosen. And us being the lazy, predictable human beings that we are, that love the little container of safety, we would almost rather just be in that little first level impact zone. Even if it is an impact zone, we'd rather just stay there because at least we know what it's like. We know what that other thing is. We know because it's embedded in our heart. It can never be extinguished. There is a guiding inner compass that is right here in the center of our being. In all the worst times, this heart calls out for love and kindness and mercy. How does it know that? How does it know that? It's because we remember who we are. We remember who we are. You would not be here if you were not aware of this. If something wasn't tap tapping upon the door of your consciousness, we are seeking, but truly, we're not just seeking, we know. And what we're seeking is not anything that we don't know. We're just seeking validation of that which we already know. We are interpreting the validity of this life experience according to the heart and the divine heart. Is it still valid? Is the space that we're in still valid? Is the space that we're in, will it give us this opportunity to transform or not? And ask that and then answer it for yourself. While we are here, and while we are here in this awful space, and it truly is pretty hideous for so many, while we are here in it, the best thing we can do, which feels like a non-doing, is to remember who we are. Just keep remembering who you are. Keep plugging into these programs. Keep connecting with each other. Keep holding and reminding each other that we must not forget who we are and why we're here and what is growing as an awakening end within us. We must keep reminding each other and holding each other's hands because we got to do it together. This time we do it together. It's not a solo journey. So what can we do? To release the outer layer, the idea that we are separate from this and drop into it, merge into it, where there is no separation. There's no us and them. There's no game, no story, no duality, no polarity, nothing. Just merge. And so I'm in the space. One healthy drop one cell in the body of all that is that's us drop into it wherever you are allow yourself to be there fully present with your higher self not the self of you that is being angry and sad and feeling left out lost alone drop into it and see what ripple you can create because you agreed in some way to be there and I promise you that there is not one of us, not one of us that's in a situation that we're not fully equipped to be in that situation. These words came to me long ago. I am divinely and uniquely encoded within for the magnificence of this life journey. I had to write it down really fast. 
but that's what it is. I am divinely, and please say it for yourself, I am divinely and uniquely encoded within for the magnificence of this life journey. That is the absolute truth. You have it, you've got it, you are connected. journeying with soul awakenings today if this episode resonated with you and you'd like to share your experience with joy you will find all the links you need in the show notes also please give the show a five-star rating and leave a comment you can also sign up to joy's mailing list for additional resources and support as always it is an honor to walk this journey called life with you together let's find the healing we need to find the harmony our soul seeks. Remember who you are and be the gift. The world is waiting for you. Choose and choose well.